This week, we saw the White House crumbling. Freedom and democracy under attack. <gasps> then I turned off the news and watched some action movies. Oh, I'm Eliza Jensen. I'm Noah Jensen. Welcome to Twin Peaks. Gosh, I love movies. Welcome to Twin Picks, the show where a pair of actual real-life human twins and also their sister make a double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity and decide which one does its job better. Yeah, they do. Normally they do. Normally, Normally they do. There was something wrong with that little three spiel. siblings. Yeah. Do this podcast. <laughs> this time we're missing someone. We are missing one of my dear siblings. The other one's opposite <laughs> me, but the other one isn't here. Yeah. You know what? This is not her week, though. Like, I'm glad that if she's missing out on any pair of movies, like, this week's movies are not her bag at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she left us a voicemail as well. Her so that kind thoughts of on it. this would be completely useless. She would have nothing to say. I think she could possibly... Well, to be fair, I think this episode will be interesting because it's two of, like, the worst films. Like, both of these films are equally really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think watching them right after each other. Like this was this is the only context I would watch these movies in. Doing like a podcast on how similar or different they are. Oh, of course. I would never yeah. choose to watch this these was, otherwise. This was truly the closest the show has been to like a chore. Yeah. Having to watch these two films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, Meg, Meg left us a voicemail. So yeah. we should, yeah, maybe that'll explain her absence a bit better. So this is Meg um, just giving her thoughts on the movie about and why she can't be in this episode. Here we go. Hey guys, it's me. Uh, Meg, um, pretty much I would rather watch paint dry than watch these movies. Um, so yeah, I'm tapping out for this one. Peace. Whoa. Nice. Some, uh, some harsh words there for Anton Fuqua <laughs> and Fuqua. Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Rich. Rick? Rick? I don't know. I don't know. One of the above. Oh, well, that should give away that, like, if you haven't also read the Indeed. title of the podcast, <laughs> that today's movies are White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. So this is the next installment of our twin films. This is a big old... I reckon this is one of, like, the ones that people would think about in, like, recent memory. Probably as, like, the one most of the recent, big biggest films. one, right? Yeah, totally. Like, this one is to an embarrassing extent. <sighs> Even in that, like, a lot of them are similar in plot. This one's to the extent that, like, the title... Is the same. Yeah. Olympus is three fallen. syllables. Yeah, three syllables. Like, Olympus yeah. is a code word for White House and fallen, <laughs> fallen down. down. Like it's and the, the same. And the middle thing. one starts with an H. Oh my God. Whoa. Wild. Oh, just like to refresh as well. We already did a previous episode on twin films when we looked at hmm. The Truman Show and Ed TV. Twin films are movies that have remarkably similar subject matter and they both came out in a pretty similar like time range. And these movies both came out in the exact same year which sucks for them. It's like. actual hell. And it's also a big one where like, I, I feel like literally whichever one came out first entirely depended upon the success mm. of the film. Only one of these films started a franchise. Disgusting. <laughs> 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 Before we jump into the movies, I have to flag something mm. from a couple of weeks ago, just some cool little housekeeping. Yeah. Do y'all remember the episode we did on Freaks and Greatest Showman? Do you remember that, Noah? I truly do because I my soul there. has felt a little bit empty <laughs> this, since then. I feel like I've yeah. purged all my sins. Oh. 
Have you been thinking about The Greatest Showman a lot? No, that's what then? I mean. I actually really? think it's the longest period of time I've gone in my life without thinking about oh. Greatest Showman since before Greatest Showman was not in my life. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, beautiful. Yeah, after the episode, like while I was still thinking about Freaks, I came across this Twitter thread, which I'll link in the show notes, but which was written by a film critic called Kristen Lopez, where she basically watched Freaks through and like annotated it, like live tweeted it and stuff. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and she's written heaps on like, she's a disabled activist and like disabled film reviewer. So she comments on ableism a lot in films. And it was so interesting getting her insight. And I like tweeted something out of being like, wow, this is great. This is so much more <laughs> insightful than our episode oh. on The Greatest Showman. Oh. And she replied back and was like, yeah, I actually love both movies. <laughs> like, oh. She was like, I've written like, I've written heaps of reviews on like media on both of them. And I love both films. Ew. My favorite yeah. critic, <laughs> Amy Nicholson, uh, loves Greatest Showman. And I really struggle oh. with it. Yeah. Because I was going to be like, yeah, in developing news with Greatest Showman, interestingly, it still remains unwatchable. <laughs> And not yeah, good. you just keep like hitting the refresh on the you feelings Google coming the back. Showman news <laughs> refresh. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. All right, let's. Move what on. are you doing? Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll link to one of her articles as well because she says that she loves the Greatest Showman, but she also wrote this long article called "How the Greatest Showman Fails Disabled Audiences." So, like, she's still Wonderful. it's How? a very critical okay, of the film, I guess. Yeah, I guess as we said, we tried to say you're never not entertained with Greatest Showman. I guess there's yeah. all you're always thinking. You just might be thinking about where you'd rather be. You just might be thinking about throwing yourself in front of a train. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I am sitting here dressed in my head-to-toe United States of America, US flag suit. I'm dressed as a big old gun. I'm just a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. America time. Because we're ready to talk about two films came out in the same year. They're both about something terrible happening to the White House, a terrorist attack. And... And we will talk about there are so many comparisons. Oh, yeah. Like well the this whole episode I think the compare the pics is gonna go off. I'm yeah. That's gonna be a big segment. Yeah, huge. And I think the only way to start doing this is to go chronologically. Mm-hmm. And that means we have to start with Olympus has fallen. Right, Olympus Has Fallen came out in March of 2013 and it's from Antoine Fuqua. What a, like, beautiful name. Gorgeous. So, like, succulent to say. Possibly Fuqua. the best f- thing about the film? Oh, Dare we uh, say? Yeah. No, I'm going to be defending this film anyway, but onwards. <sighs> we'll get onwards. to it. Yeah. Um, so, Fuqua <laughs> has, is best known for making Training Day. I'm not that familiar with any of his other movies. Neither. Well, it's a weird one because, like, it's one of those careers where, like, he, Training Day was quite early in his career – so it felt like he was going to be this big director and then everything else he made, people were like, oh. <laughs> oh, you were just good at training day. <laughs> you were good at training day, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's from first-time screenwriters and I felt like oh, I could right. really tell watching right. this yes. film. What's, what's the plot of Olympus Has Fallen? So, what happens? The plot of Olympus Has Fallen is Gerard Butler, our star, he was previously part of the president, President Aaron Eckhart, the most fucking boring, chiseled jaw, like butt-chin-ass actor ever. <laughs> He was part of his like very intimate security detail and he was by he accidentally let the president's wife's car gnome off a bridge and fall into a river. Yeah. What do you mean good? Like Like oh it's so hard to talk about this film without comparing it to White House Down. Because I quite like this bit of 
God. Of give, of give, like, of like stakes that it gives, or like yeah, that he'd failed the president before, and it's like yeah, this is your exactly. second chance. It, it brings something to the film at all. Anyway, okay. yeah. So he's off. He he because of that he feels really bad because he lets his wife die. Yeah. So he's off the detail, and then terrorists attack the White House. Is it House. South Korean? Why South Korean? South Probably Korean. North Korean. No, uh, no. I don't remember. He's a part of the, one of the terrorists is part of the South Korean yeah uh, prime minister's like private detail, and yeah. then they. Attack. They swarm into DC, shoot down heaps of people with helicopters and machine to guns do and government stuff, stuff. And they take the president away. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched this one after White House Down, Me which too. was an interesting experience. I wonder what I would feel about this because I've already gauged that we have different feelings about these yeah. two. I far prefer the screenplay to this film because <gasps> I just think at the base level it put stakes in places that I find more interesting, such as, so hard to not compare these films already. (laughs) In this film, as we said with that opening sequence, already I'm like, okay, cool, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Like there's a reason why there's this like complicated relationship with him like supporting the mm-hmm. prim- the the president or whatever, and in White House Down, it's just that Channing Tatum's a whiny bitch. Oh, wow, yeah, I really disagree. I think we should save this about how yeah. relatable or empathetic we find the protagonist. Yep. Okay. Yep. No, and you're right. Valid. We're <laughs> I just get think through. this feels like such a dad movie. Like it would be on TV on like Sunday afternoon, and your dad would be like, "Oh, what's this then?" <laughs> like, or you like buy it on like a DVD, and it has like three movies, and one of them is yeah. What would they Olympus be? I know exactly which one. No, you know how Coles has those packs of like yeah. three. It's Olympus has fallen. Um, I was gonna say Shooter, that film Shooter. Yeah, but that's directed by Anton Fuqua as well. Maybe it's an Anton Fuqua <laughs> triple pack. Yeah, like yeah that's believable. I Shooter think. and what else? Just because I think um, Training Day is a real dad movie. I think yeah. Denzel Training is kind of there. like a dad Kino icon. Yeah, totally. He has like quite a dadly well, feel. Well, he definitely brings some weight to this that not even really Morgan Freeman does. He's kind of phoning it in. Yeah, oh my God. Okay, watching Morgan Freeman in this movie, Morgan Freeman plays the president-elect. Like he's the vice president, but because... Um, no, he's like the secretary or something. Oh, but because okay, but the he gets bumped up and, to president. Yeah. Okay, yeah, perfect. And... Morgan Freeman like sleepwalks through this movie so much Truly, truly Well that whole I feel horrible for anyone not Gerard Butler in this film Because their only job is to be like Things aren't going well Or to be like held hostage and be like I will never tell I pledge allegiance (laughs) to the flag And like they're sobbing and stuff I Only one of these films made me be like God, terrorism is really scary And it's this one Did you not think in the opening So there's the attack scene on like when the attack starts, this film, this one's MA. Like yeah. this film has violence Oof. and it feels like it, it, it's quite, it's not affecting, but like the action is effectively filmed to the extent yeah. that the attack itself has a weight to it that I go, that would feel really terrifying. Like I, there's literally yeah, planes flying to the sky shooting at civilians. And I find that I was like, yeah, that obviously has more weight than like, White House Down, which just feels like Independence Day. But, but I think what's the point if it's just to show like carnage at the start and to show random people, like basically us where we would be in the situation, like happy tourists and stuff getting shot down and like literally turned into like hamburger meat outside. Like they don't show up for the rest of the movie. It's literally just to raise the stakes. And then like the public isn't involved in any other way. It's just this one man's mission. And it's like, he will redeem and save us all. Like I thought it was kind of creepy. I guess, and like, I, guess I respect this film's aspirations more than, more than, because this film obviously has like a mind for, again, with both of these films, I did not give a flying fuck about engaging with its like political yeah. 
thoughts, but this like, movie, as in like the, the way, like what the terrorists were after. I, I was just like, I don't care. But this film cares. Like this film's trying to comment on like post 9-11 America and White House Down is oh, not. Man. This film's trying to, this, like the, I think it's pretty telling that in this film, the terrorists are, like yeah. from South Korea and they are this threatening other country. And in it's very clear that in White House Down they're like mercenaries and they're all like white dudes and they're oh, like man. it's very I clean. I so cut. disagree. This is so interesting. Do you think okay, way? this is just a general question, but do you think in action movies you're more invested if heaps of people die? Like do you need to see a body count and stuff? Not necessarily. Like it depends on what it serves. And here states. I feel like it serves being like you're like this really sacred thing is under attack. Like in this film, literally, like, do you not feel the weight of like this entire country is like seconds away from being completely fucked? <sighs> and it's up to him. Oh. <laughs> I think because because they have the Gerard story of him being like, oh, I gotta prove that I'm a man. I gotta prove that I can protect a family and stuff. Versus yeah. like <laughs> random people getting gunned down in quite a realistic, like disturbing way. I'm like, oh, I don't care like yeah. y'all have made me care about this fake first lady as much as I care about what would be like my family in this situation like it reminded me of a lot of the criticism of Marvel movies but mainly more than that like Zack Snyder superhero movies where yeah, people just like, like huge oh, body like huge like, count yeah like, like a whole city no gets reason. leveled and you never see people like but it's not a movie, or it's not a movie where people make a big thing I had was like I think this film, I'm not saying it succeeds at these things. I'm saying I give this film respect for trying and I don't give respect to White House Down for not being that because obviously this film has, is about, like, this story has to be about terrorism and this one tries to be, even in the sense that I, I took note of, like, whenever he does some sort of kill that feels like it's going to adhere to action movie tropes. Like, so there's one bit where he kills a guy by dropping a statue, a bust of Abraham Lincoln mm. on a guy's head. And I was like, and the, the shot lingers on his face and it's like, wait for the one-liner. I thought it was going to be like, I draft a Lincoln log. <laughs> so oh, I don't know. Oh <laughs> but I'm just, no. I was like, surely this is, this is like insert action movie line. And it doesn't happen. Equally, the Dylan McDermott bit. So like, just the like Hans in the other Gruber film. bit, you mean? What bit? What do you mean? Okay. You know, what, I just what? like this movie. Both movies, okay, these, both of these movies are diehard in the White House. We can yeah, agree of course. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie, I feel like the screenwriters printed out the diehard script and like circled what they wanted to crib from it. And one oh, you was mean where he pretends Dylan to be that, being yeah. like, oh, buddy, there you are. And like Gerard yeah, is cool again, enough to neither be like, of these oh, I think you're with the baddies. And, like, yeah, both these films are out. dumb, whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but like what, what I mean is like when he dies, you know how Gerard Butler says like, Essentially, like, I'm going to kill you, but the last good thing you do can yeah. be to tell the guy. He gets, like, a little redemption. I killed him. That's so the screenplay being, like, and now the action movie thing to do would be for him to be, like, okay. He's, he's in here. here. He's in yeah. here. And then he doesn't do that. And it's the movie being, like, fuck you. We're not doing the action movie thing. This is about terrorism. I just think it's such a so creepy, you, like, conservative So you feel terrorism. like because Olympus has fallen, tries, but it feels hollow, that gives it. It should have tried in the first place or something. That that makes it better than White House Down, which doesn't try to do that at all? No, I think they come from really different eras, honestly. It's so hard to talk about one movie without talking about both of them. Yeah, this is a real... This is the biggest example of twin films. Without trying to go into talking about White House Down, I think this movie feels like it comes from a different place. It feels like it was written in, like, the 90s or something or, like, Bush era or, like... 
It's definitely it the most like right America yeah. in the sense of like, yeah, right wing. And yeah, I think it sense. really posits America and like the government, cops, any kind of like facet of authority in America as being the savior of the whole world. Like the fact that it is this international threat. It just and has that a perspective. So like, guess what? It sounds like I love Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> it's of the two, it's the one that I found the action. We should talk about like away from the politics of the film, even though yeah. I go definitely. It is weird because I go like, you're actually so right. Olympus Has Fallen like feels way more right wing, mm. but it has a perspective. I guess I obviously it's never like blatantly yeah. right wing, but it's very like. Look at these terrorists coming in to steal our way it's of life. It's very Team America, but police. Yeah, totally. And I didn't get that sense with White House Down. That White much. House Down just has no perspective at all, which I really don't <laughs> respect in a film about what this is about. Anyway, the action <laughs> is so much more satisfying in this film because a film about like people taking over the White House has violent, like actual violence in it. Like I find the choreography like much yeah. more impressive. But like, uh, yeah, maybe I'm not focusing on the action-y aspect enough. I'm I just, think I'm more yeah. invested in like, I actually was more entertained by this film. Right. Whereas, didn't you think like, this isn't like really action, but every single scene with the president was someone with a gun to their head and they'd be like, don't tell him, Mr. President. And like, I, they'd be like, we will shoot her. Everybody did the, ex- it's actually very true that- That happens like five times It's in a very row. true that this film doesn't have set pieces. Like yeah. a li- it's literally it just, goes just and goes. everyone doing the same thing the whole movie while Gerard Butler goes from room to room to room. Yeah. Again, it avoids the trope of making me deal with an annoying child <laughs> character for the whole movie. Uh, he's in it for some of the movie. Connor. Yeah, but barely. And then they get him out of there and you're like, oh, again, Good. just being, <laughs> like trying to bring, it's almost like, again, I'm giving them points for trying in the sense that I go, it's like they Don't went. Don't reward ambition if they don't achieve it. But then why would I reward Something that doesn't have ambition and doesn't do anything at all. Because that's yeah. what my house down is. <laughs> it, I don't know. It has, so, like, with the kid, again, it does the thing where I go, like, at every turn where they tried to go, we actually want this to feel quite threatening and realistic, I feel like they do, whilst okay. keeping it in the confines of an action movie story. The only thing I don't like is, as I said, I the only thing I don't like, I didn't like a lot, but as I said, like, the I liked the setup of that it gave Gerard Butler's character more um, weight the, that he really had to thing. prove himself. There's no, like, payoff at the end with Aaron Eckhart just, like, literally like, <laughs> gives like, him a handshake. like, we did it all, buddy. He's like, <laughs> thanks. I'm like, did he ever hate you? Like, yeah. I wanted some sense that the president was maybe, like, I wanted him off my detail or something. Yeah, or, like, there was personal drama. Yeah, there was personal stakes or there something. Was it, it, it's not, yeah, What if, oh, my God, what if they were boyfriends? That would be pretty cool. Oh, no, I wrote down, I was watching with my girlfriend Darcy and she was <laughs> like, you, um immediately make the movie so much better if Gerard Butler was fucking the first lady. Oh, oh I think it's more interesting if he's like, oh, now the first lady's out of the way. He's like, I had to get off that detail because I knew I really wanted you, Mr. President. That's oh, obviously that's better. Oh, of course that's better. I'm just saying anything else. Okay. Yeah. But that was the yeah. first thing. But you're right. Make that it gay, make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those would have made also, this juicier. Yeah. You watched it on Netflix, right? Yeah. Both of these movies are on Netflix. Both of these movies are on Netflix. I would love to see the stats. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah God, we should... Well, Netflix doesn't release any of their. Yeah, no, they don't. So rude. Well, we'll talk about, in Compare the Picks, we'll talk about the box office performances of these yeah. as well, because this film also, we should say, feels notably cheaper, which is, I don't mm. want to bag the film on, but like this, the helicopters in this movie are hilarious. They literally yeah. look like they were made on, what's it called? Yahoo? Cahoots? <laughs> yeah, they're like Cahoots <laughs> helicopters. Yeah. And I think it looks so grainy and ugly. 90s. Again, it's trying to be like gritty, realism, It dark, feels like a Channel Jam, Channel 90, like dad movie you see in the middle of the day. Even like Angela Bassett's haircut is so 90s. If this movie was made 15 years earlier, it'd be Harrison Ford. 
Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it definitely feels it's like in Air the, Force more one. in the vein of like um, Air Force One. Get Wait, off that my house, my white house. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, white house. I was just going to say, because did you watch it on Netflix and see that they have a bit where it's like from an Australian news station? And yeah. It's like Channel 10. I remember watching like, on Channel 10 that guy being like, attack. let's take a look from my starring role in thing <laughs> on the project. He was like, look what they've asked me to do. That's so funny. Yeah, I thought it might be a him. thing that they just edited in on like Australian Netflix. No, no, no. He was like, it's like, yeah, it was a bit on the project, I remember. Wow. Because did you hear about what they did for Zootopia? No. Like there's a bit in Zootopia where, like when I saw it in cinemas, there's a bit where there's, like, I think, voice, there's like a koala voice by Carl Stefanovic and it's like, things are happening in Zootopia. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty crazy that they got Carl. Like what the hell? Do they do and it then in every country places? has yeah. their local news anchor. No, I think that's just in the movie. I was like, I can't believe they did that for Olympus <laughs> They did that for Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. No, I don't think they put that much effort into oh, this. Man. I'm so excited to talk about White House Down now and for me to be the enthusiastic one that loves America. Go for it. I don't Not like that I sounded weirdly right-wing about this movie. I guess yeah. my general thing is I'm just saying to leave Olympus Has Fallen for now, I just want to say it had ambitions. God. <laughs> All right. Have you guys ever seen the movie Olympus Has Fallen? Well, what if instead of Gerard Butler, it was Channing Tatum? And instead of Aaron Eckhart, it was President Jamie Foxx. And it's also directed by Roland Emmerich, <laughs> the famous like disaster movie director. And it's based on a spec script that was bought for $3 million, oh my which is God. incredibly rare. I was going to ask if you knew if this one was the case, because we talked about like how... Yeah. Twin films come about. I have a theory. Yeah, how do we do you think this one was that thing of like so, the, it went to the other studio and then they just made their own version of this screenplay without Yeah, paying so for it? the Hollywood Reporter called this spec script, like when it was going around, it was one of the most like gossiped about sales of the past decade. It feels like such a concept that you're like, as if nobody so did obvious. this. Yet. What the hell? Die Hard in the White House. Literally. Duh. How did yeah. nobody do it yet? Um But yeah, originally like this studio bought it for three million dollars, but Olympus Has Fallen came out first. So Olympus Has Fallen came out in March of 2013 and I think White House Down came out in like July. So yeah. I reckon in, what in, happened... In the, it, well, and also famous, like especially US-wise, like January, March is like Crappy trash period. Yeah. And White House Down was real like summer blockbuster fair. Like mm. that's that's where you drop a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I reckon it sounds like what's happened, just speculatively, is like this script by this guy James Vanderbilt was going around town and Antoine Fuqua and the studio behind Olympus Has Fallen must have been like, oh shit, that's a really good idea. We need some fucking dopes to like write their own one. And they found these two first time screenwriters and were like, watch Die Hard and like locked them in a basement and made them watch all the Die Hard movies. And they pumped out the script for Olympus Has Fallen. And thus the highest grossing franchise of all time. Shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But um. Yeah, let's just kick things off. I, I liked White House Down. I mean, you liked it's not it. good. This is the weird thing of like, because we always, okay, with this podcast, we always either talk about two films we love, a yeah. film we love, or, or like a film we love and a film we didn't mind or whatever. Yeah. This episode is, neither. can we say great. this is two, three star films? Yeah. Yes, I think that's fair. Cool. Okay, cool. That's pretty fair. Possibly, no. I... You think like a two star and a three and a half star, but we both think it's different movies. You think this is a three and no, a half okay, star no, film? No, 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 sorry. Oh, this is actually <laughs> too, too controversial. Too high okay, Roland Emmerich is way too confident. 
What do you mean? Like, even with like this new film he has coming out, have you seen the show? What's it's mid- Midway. Mid- oh, okay, midway. Yeah. Like, Wait, you mean why? he thinks he's like a prestige boy now? He thinks he's a prestige I guy. Thought he was it's like because Independence Day is such a weird. Uh, he might be one of those people who always claims he's retiring and never does. Yeah. Independence Freaking Day. John Farnaming it. <laughs> Farnsying it. No, it's <laughs> Steven Soderberghing. I thought it was Dame Nellie Melba-ing. She's the original. <laughs> Honey, you went around for Dame Nellie Melba <laughs> when she came back. What a horrible um, club. Um, uh, that it, would be a really funny like skit if they're all on a tour together. <laughs> and they're just like, and they're like we're back one more, like, baby. Back. Yeah. Um, Roland Emmerich does Independence Day, which is like, mm-hmm. it, it's the... Like, I remember it's one of those movies, like, as you're, when you're a kid, you think it's one of the greatest movies of all time yeah. and you grow up and you're like, oh, that that's a really fun movie. image of the White House exploding. I remember thinking, like, oh, that's, that's probably popcorn. one of the best yeah. films of all time. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, like, popcorn. I literally go, that's popcorn cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, it's loads of fun. It's big, dumb, and it's all yeah. just, like, USA, USA. And that's been his, his whole career has been, like, recreating that. And yeah. what is this, like, special thing that's been missing? Like, I actually go... The exact same intentions of Independence Day are on display here. I think is it just weird to start an original franchise nowadays? Like I feel like the last big splashy franchise was Pacific Rim or something. And even that you're kind of like, what is this? Oh, like what am I watching? Beautiful, beautiful Pacific yeah, Rim. Yeah, it's lovely, but it just doesn't happen now. So it like a movie, no. you know, this isn't like a super high concept franchise begging to be started. No, yeah. Like it does feel weird. Um, right? I, I can start by singing the praise of this film. Okay. There's a thing I really loved about this film that – when I watched Olympus Has Fallen, I was like, oh, gosh, White House Down did this so much better. Yeah. There is a wonderful geography and okay. set design and life to the White House in this film. Well, it's made by a female cinematographer, which is incredibly rare. Like, there are no female directors and writers. Oh, wow. And there are even less yeah. female cinematographers. So I'm like, wow. Well, don't think I actually quite like, that. again, it's it's a vehicle for some of the weird, like shitty comedy writing in the film. But like, yeah. because there's a thing of like that the annoying child is in with the tour group, you actually get a sense of like, here's this gorgeous place full of like rich history, full of secret tunnels, full of yeah. rooms, bunkers, pits. Like there's a roof, but all those different things, the lawn, the pool house, like yeah. it goes all over. You always know where everyone is. And there's a great sense of geography to the mm. place. Whereas in, in um, Olympus Has Fallen, you kind of go like, we're in the White House yeah, and like, this feels like we're in like a box. I didn't know the White House had this like generic action movie, like bunker. Yeah, it kind of makes you go like, has. this could just be set in any house. You don't feel the yeah. love. Whereas with... I got the sense with White House Down, every time like a bullet would go through a wall or something, you'd be like, like no. no, President Garfield's favorite strip of wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that about this film. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The plot, like the plot is virtually identical, but this time it's a threat coming from within the White House. It's like yeah. dissidents, like Traitors. angry white guys whose kids got killed in Iraq or whatever. Yeah. And how long does it take to set that up, Eliza? Mm. Leave me alone. Nothing happens in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it okay. It takes way too fun. long. There's no action. You're literally like, like going on a virtual tour of the White House with the guy being like, yeah, actually, this bathroom was blah, blah, blah. It reminded like, me of um, oh, when we so went boring. to New York and we <laughs> went to the Empire State Building. Yeah. And oh at the God. bottom of it, you could do this virtual that tour so funny. of New York. This lady was like, you guys want to take this virtual tour? And we're like, wow, no one's lining up for this. We should go. That sounds great. Essentially a really tough 
hired sounding Kevin Bacon guided us on a virtual tour through <laughs> New York. And that's what this yeah. movie felt like. It was like just a camera. You could do it with a GoPro today. Like yeah. a GoPro on a just like, helicopter. Here we go. And he'd be like, watch, watch your head. And you'd like duck under <laughs> a sign and stuff. It was horrible. Yeah. You, yeah that's, that's this movie. This was the Washington version of that for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I just, nah. so I think we're realizing, look, without Meg here today, I was like, you know, Eliza, like we both love an action, clearly from the voicemail, you know, like Meg doesn't like an action film. So yeah. I was like, we can relate on that level, but I'm realizing we want different things from our films Aww. because my thing with this film is I'm like, please, I can change. Why is there, <laughs> I'm like, why is there no weight to this? Like why, why does this not feel like such a big deal? Like why does hmm. it just never feels threatening or like oppressive like, you know that weird thing about how, you know, the whole make America great again thing is that sense yeah. of like all of our Australian culture is based around America. And for some reason when we watch American things, we're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. it's very easy for me, an Australian, to watch a film about America in peril and feel, and feel like my home is in peril or something. And you didn't feel And I that did with Olympus Has Fallen and I don't feel that with this. Like this you is know, a when more you watch, realistic film. No, but it, it's it's way too like because it has the Roland Emmerich like lightness and the one liners and like yeah. the corny comedy. It doesn't feel like it. Ca- it feels like it's very like this is a film of entertainment and escape escapism because this could never happen. Mm. Whereas, again, like I feel like it's a really interesting thing that for some reason you can make Australians buy into American patriotism so easily. Yeah. And you made fun of it before in Lifts Has Fallen where one of the like secretaries of state or something is being dragged by her head and she's like, I yeah. pledge allegiance to the planet. And I was like, that poor woman. I, I <laughs> Don't you think her. that poor woman is fucking crazy because she's been brainwashed by her government into singing, saying that at school every day, doing the pledge to the flag? Like, that's so creepy that the country like brainwashes that An element that is not... Well, again, this kind of challenging discussion about... American patriotism does not happen in White House Down, <sighs> which literally looks like a car ad. Like it looks like an ad for like <laughs> a BMW. When the car dives into the pool, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, so like again, this is a film with set pieces that are a, mo- a lot more. Like the action here is just mm. a different brand to that of of um yeah. to that of Elizabeth Fallen. I think I find Channing Tatum a way more interesting protagonist to set the action around. Like for the opposite reason that you liked Gerard's story in the other movie. Right. I think like Channing is just an interesting. Because he's older than you think he is, isn't he? Like in yeah. his mid forties. I, I quite like his performance 40s. in the. Even just that, I was like, oh yeah, you kind of rock the like action hero white singlet look more yeah. than something they again don't really try to do. Olympus has fallen, but I hate his. Like I, I hate that. Thing. I hate that we're set in like the fucking White House is being attacked, and for some reason, the main point of focus of this whole story is. A dad trying to get their child. I'm like, I've seen that movie a thousand times. I just think Channing, like, it's interesting the stuff he gets cast in. I think he's like this weird, he's in this weird place where in any other era, he would be like Schwarzenegger or whatever and always play these roles. But instead, I feel like he always plays some kind of like single dad or like divorced guy or someone who, like in Magic Mike or Logan Lucky or whatever, he's a guy who... He's still young enough that you think he could like have this whole life and he has so much potential. And he always has like one talent that he's really good at, like stripping or like being a carpenter or something. And it's like, I think there's like something kind of tragic while you're watching the movie. Cause you're like, Oh, he's like kind of down in his luck. And if he doesn't like get an opportunity soon, his life will be wasted. It's like that Eminem thing. You only got one shot, you know? Why do you care that about that? I just think it's interesting that that's the mode he's been put into as an actor. But 
That's and not like, as interesting as giving him any me. means of like conflict in this film. Uh, beyond that, it he's makes like, him relatable. My daughter's up there. No, yeah, the daughter thing. I don't know if I needed that much. Also, yeah. how weird was it at the end when the daughter kind of saves the day because she's a YouTuber, and she again YouTube. a movie where like when things like that happen, the conflict. Yeah, the child like saves, like waves the flag and stops the airstrike, whatever. And then uses like, and a little girl has saved yeah, the day. Well, and one of the like, ladies said, <laughs> "The beautiful hero of the day." Like, what? That's such again, a, a day when millions of people have died. Not millions, thousands. No, I don't know. Have died in White House down. Not many people died. I don't. I don't think anyone dies until like an hour into the movie. Well, if they do, you don't see it. When people get shot in this movie, they just like, they go like, ouch, and they just like die. sit down. I just thought it was dumb and it took me out of it and Olympus has fallen. No, this movie, and in White again, down, another thing for like. It was restrained. For the film that is going more, I think you've illuminated a wonderful problem with this film in that <laughs> for the film that's trying to be lighter and more like we're not going to deal with the grim reality of what this terrorist attack would be we're going to be like fun and and like like independence day that movie from the 90s that you love it is it's um political stuff is so much more convoluted and hard to follow it weighs <laughs> there's 45 minutes of it at the start of the movie whereas like Olympus no, has fallen it's like not is convoluted the movie at all it's dumb <laughs> like no but there's so much of it and you're like if you don't actually care about that stuff stop putting so much attention mm. on it Whereas Olympus has fallen is the one that's like, what would it be like if this happened? But it moves along better. All right. I think we need to stop talking about pretending we're even talking about White House Down as its own thing. And we need to crack on to comparing the pair. This is just getting so messy. Put up your dudes. The White House is down. Olympus has fallen. Okay, let's start talking about how these movies are similar because I feel like this is the only way we're going to be able to change each other's minds on the things that they do the same and which one succeeds at what. Originally with the show, we literally were like, what if in the Compare the Picks part of the show, we literally go like, okay, director, which one's better? Like like cast, which one's better? And this episode, I'm like, we could literally do that down the list as well. Like it's so like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So as you said, similar. Um, Right. Proceed. Both heroes are like an action man who's down on their luck, not in the job position they want, and they have to prove themselves and in feel, a diehard-esque yeah. situation. Yeah, and they feel like they have some – that it's the classic like maverick renegade, like, do we have to use this guy? He's the only guy we've got. Like, yeah, that <laughs> Yeah, or they're like, thing. we've got a man in there. Oh, yeah, who is it? And they're like, it's Gerard Butler. Butler? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that like, guy? Yeah. 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 Totally. For this, I mean, I like Channing Tatum's character way better. Like when you consider the diehard model of it has to be someone who's out of their depth, like a really normal guy, that's so much more compelling to me that it's someone who would be out of their depth. Like he hasn't been on the president's security detail before. I have the- He struggles during this movie. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have the tricky thing of he's more likable. Okay. Channing Tatum is more likable throughout White House Down just because he has like funner things to say that you go, okay, I get who you are as a character more. Gerard Butler has the better- written in stakes even though his thing is like once he's in the job of like i'm in the white house he's unstoppable he's like i'm doing this both movies have hacking scenes and in gerard's movie he does the hacking he does the plane flying like any anything he that's an obstacle to him he can do whereas 
Channing's thing is he has to like take out the guy that's doing hacking or he has to ask for help for things. And I find that so much more interesting that he has to like pull his resources and collaborate with people. Like that's realistically how you would take down a terrorist. It's not like one lone cowboy, dirty Harry type. Like that's such a creepy, like, I don't know, American idea that one one lone man can bring justice to everything. Like it's really creepy and kind of like colonialist to me. I, I... Don't say anything or you're going to be racist and colonialist. <laughs> I stand I stand firm. <sighs> all right. Moving okay. On. on to the president. The president in both of these movies is a good guy who's loved by all his staff and is the archetypal you could have a beer with him, president. Yes, very true. Um something I'm realizing now as well is White House Down is much more of like a buddy cop formula yeah. than the other one, which actually is probably its biggest edge personally for me over Olympus Has Fallen. Right. You like that the president is in on the action. He's in on it and He's not, not just, just whining in a, in a bunker the whole time. <laughs> um it yeah. Which makes Olympus Has Fallen more of a diehard clone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, equally, I, it's, I think this one's pretty clear cut. It's Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah. Even though I think it does do the thing of like, you're just, they're, like they've just written him as Obama, right? Like, yeah. And it's also the thing of like, of course the president in this movie is perfect and he's like, <laughs> he I'm fighting for peace. And like, he I'm, solved peace in the middle. Literally. He's, and he's just like perfect. And, and you're like, why way, would anyone yeah. want to kill this guy? He's just magically <laughs> saved the world. <laughs> Just um, the way he's on the little girl's like YouTube thing. He's like, oh, do I look here in this camera? Okay, well, you guys stay in school and blah, blah, blah. Like it's so, yeah. it's like, oh, you watched Obama videos that he's made for Twitter and stuff yeah. and just like copied that cadence. Yeah. The only development of Aaron Eckhart's president is that he's a good dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jamie Foxx wins that one. I'll give that. I'll give that. All right. One. What about the baddies? In one film, it's. James Woods, who's an actual evil Republican guy in real life, <laughs> his <laughs> team of like bitter ex-soldiers and stuff. Traders and stuff. I thought there'd be more of a traitor thing in Olympus Has Fallen than there is. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Versus the evil Koreans. Evil led Koreans. by that dude from Die Another Day, who is like, he's like 48 years old and he looks beautiful. Holy shit. Yeah. That's incredible. He looks He's like gorgeous. very hot. Yeah. If he weren't a terrorist. Yeah. Rick <laughs> Yoon is his name. Yoon, I don't know. Um. Well, again, that's like... A classic example of the thing that I respect more about Lips Has Fallen in that, like, it goes, what, it's this is a film. No, that it's a film about terrorism. Like, it has an actual enemy. You not tell just me like, if you were in America, you wouldn't be more scared of random white dudes, like, bitter at the state of things coming in and killing you than people flying out from Korea. No, no, no not all. There's such an element to Lips Has Fallen that, like, at the end of it, you're like, the country will never be the same yeah. and there's a lot of growth to go from here. But thank God the world, like, thank God all of America is in a wasteland. Yeah. Whereas at the end of White House Down, it's like, we stopped that little group of people. So everything <laughs> is back as it is. Like, there's no problem anymore. Yeah. I do like the, again, it's so entrenched into the annoying setup of um, of the of the politicians and stuff. Mm. Of like, all that horrible, uh, like, first 30 minute setup. But the whole like traitor thing that keeps on happening of like, oh, this guy that we thought was like on our side yeah. works for them. And that isn't present in Olympus has fallen, which like gives White House down an a edge, bit of an edge, you a like mild that? edge, I guess. Mm. But no, I prefer. Oh, <laughs> you like the hot. Korean I like the guy. idea. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. The Iraq <laughs> son, the Iraq thing where, yeah, and he has his, son and stuff i liked how quickly they just brushed that aside they're like he's angry why because uh his son dead anyway and his <laughs> wife sides with them I'm like oh yeah god evil She's poor well. maggie as well maggie, maggie gyllenhaal such a thankless role truly oh yeah, what i was gonna movies say don't have yeah. female characters yeah 
God, barely. Uh, I was going to say before about Morgan Freeman. I remember reading this thing, I think in like Sydney Lumet or Lummet or whatever, he's like autobiography. He says something about like letting actors improvise. And he said like, if you let young actors improvise, they'll be like, I want to do more. Like I want to, you know, I'm going to pick up this thing. Or I'm going to interact with that yeah. person. And if you let older actors improvise, they're always like, I think I'm going to do this scene sitting down. Like <laughs> they really want to like do as little as possible. And Morgan Freeman was definitely like, I'm not sitting up in this movie. He's like, I think my character is thinking. <laughs> Wait, do you do a good Morgan Freeman when you do like Andy Dufresne? No, I can do Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. It kind of sounds like no, someone it's one else. Of those, yeah, it's just one of those party impersonations. You can't say I can do Morgan Freeman or Christopher Walken or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. It's boring. You I can, can do only... Louis Armstrong. I can't do it. I need to find it. Wait, what do I, wait. It's just the same as Kevin. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, America. I think <laughs> before we get to our final verdicts, we oh, both. Oh, we didn't say what Eliza, um, you're Eliza, what, what Meg, <laughs> what Meg says. Meg's oh, yeah. little catchphrase. Okay, I think another good point in for White House Down should be that, when Meg spills something or drops something, she says, oh, White House down. Like, that's joyful. That, it is. That alone brings me more joy than Olympus is Which title do you enjoy me. more? <sighs> I still think, I think White House down. Olympus is fallen. I keep thinking, oh, what's it called? Like, it's kind of on the tip yeah, of my tongue. Fine. Yeah, fine. It's so hard talking about two, like, that's pretty so average similar. films. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yeah, they're fine. Um, oh, I wanted to say this as well. Do we, like, Gerard Butler, like, that's a sad career. I think he's happy with it. Yeah, know. but like, is he better than it, or is he perfect I don't think for he's it? Better than it. I think he's Ooh. exact. I don't. I think he's perfectly rated, not overrated or underrated. I think he's exactly where he should be. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like he's good enough, but you know, like I don't think he doesn't deserve where he is or anything. He's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, well, what else do we have to compare with these dumb films? White House Down. Which one has better less. action? Oh, I was going to say oh, yeah. Olympus Has Fallen made significantly more money than White House Down. This is a classic case literally first, because it came out first. If White House Down had come out first, completely different story. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I think people would be way more keen on seeing Jamie Foxx and Channing Tatum than Gerard, even yeah. in 2013. Yeah, totally, totally. And yeah, well, also just like production value-wise, White House Down looks like it, it was the yeah. studio was like, this is our block, this is our offering this year. Is yeah. it universal? I don't even know. It looks mm. like them being like, this is our film this year. Whereas, yeah, because Olympus Has Fallen, Olympus Has Fallen is now like the Has Fallen franchise. Is like because famously the next a, two films are super right wing and creepy and they conservative. They are, and they're very trashy. Like, they just leaned in, they leaned into it harder. I just, maybe Lint. that's what the main thing that put me off. Leaned to the, yeah. <laughs> That put me off. Um, I feel bad for backing it in for how right wing it is. I don't support it being right don't, wing. It just has, it just cares. What about all. the scene where he's torturing the Korean dudes and he's taking obvious pleasure in it and like it doesn't add that much to the story? Like he needs like a sentence worth of information. You're going to make me feel guilty about the it. choice that I am going to make. God, shall we just get to it? Well, wait. You, are you ready to get cancelled? <laughs> I'm sorry. America! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon all it's right. voting time. Why Why did you choose Olympus Has Fallen? Olympus Has Fallen has literally a single conviction. It has anything at all to say. I think it's action. We haven't talked enough about, like, we've talked a lot politically and a lot about the cast and stuff, but I think also these are action films. Yeah. I prefer an action film that isn't, like, the big flashy popcorn thing. I prefer right. action that is... More gritty. Gritty and, like, about the choreography. Which yeah. I prefer in this film. And yeah, White House Down to me, I go, I think Roland Emmerich has forgotten that actually a great 
like one of the great things about Independence Day that makes it not just like that really fun movie is that the comedy and like lighter moments in that film are balanced out with like dread and mm. like that film has that stakes and it fe- that global thing you feel that yeah like what if the entire world was at threat and all he had to do was take that level of stakes and impending doom and bring it to a smaller scale of yeah. the US which he fucking loves because that's what every one of his movies is about and he doesn't do it even though I will say that um it has the better action star and it I like the look of the film better and it has the better slow motion of a US flag flying down in the face of the burning White House shot. It does that better. Wow. But for me this week, it is Olympus has fallen. All right. Well done, Antoine. Yeah. I like like White House down better. I think I can't believe Roland Emmerich, like I can't believe we're doing a compare the pair and Roland Emmerich for me has the more humanist film that gives a shit about its characters and – has, like, a point of view I can get behind. Like, both of these movies are really jingoistic and, like, that is, like, off-putting to me from the get-go. But one of them, like, one of them has that hero being this, like, unstoppable, infallible action man who can torture people, can hack, can fly a plane. He's pretty unstoppable. Yeah. You never really do- it is true. You never all. doubt that he's going to get it done. It reminds me of, like, the creepy Zack Snyder, like, Ayn Randian idea of an ubermensch, like, this... Mm like bulletproof crazy guy who can like bring all this disgusting like human disaster to an end mm. and White House Down made me be like eh, it's goofy and <laughs> it didn't make me think less of America <laughs> so I'm going with White House Down. There you go well critically also we, they, we've kind yeah. of reflected that actually because even though one did significantly better I think White House Down barely has better reviews. Yeah, it's like a 48 versus a 50 on Rotten Yeah, Martyrs. something like that. Like they're both, as we said, very average yeah, films. Yeah, like it's only because we're comparing them that I'm trying to make it seem like one movie exactly. is better. They, yeah. Both of these songs like will be saying, forgotten in time. Yeah. Yeah. Eliza, what do we do? We've Do we do draws here? Do we pass it off oh to... Oh, my God. I know. <gasps> I know. Because Meg isn't here. It's just two of us, so we exactly. don't decide which movie is What the, do we do? Can we let that happen? I think we can ask. Should we? Yeah. I reckon I, we ask Anthony or we ask the people. But also, I don't want the people to watch these films. Yeah. Let's ask Anthony. Okay. Anthony, knowing nothing about these movies, have you seen either of them? I've seen White House Down. <gasps> oh, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> By proxy. <laughs> okay. Wait. Has anything you've heard about Olympus Has Fallen make you think it would win? <laughs> He's actually <laughs> contemplating if the mystery movie he's <laughs> never seen is better than no. the one he has. I don't like. An infallible main character. <gasps> but I like, but I really don't like right-wing nationalism. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon you should call Meg. Oh, no. Shall we? What if we do that? What if we call Meg and we hope that she leaves us a voicemail with, maybe she's watched them in her pastime and <laughs> she can give us a perspective. You could not pay her to watch these movies. Right. She'll pick mine because that's Channing Tatum in it. Like on the surface. Given both of them, you would choose to see the Channing Tatum movie, not the Gerard Butler movie where innocent people get gunned down. And a beautiful Korean man gets killed. Yeah. I'm considering just choosing White House Down to make this end. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. God, what do we do? I feel like it's a draw. No, no, wow. no. I mean, I feel like I feel like even though inherently this is a draw, White House Down has won. 
I think it has. Okay, it's like 49 versus 51%. It's like a political election, like where one party wins like slightly over, like, you know, yeah. how they always win. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Do you want to shake my hand? I guess so. It'll be like Jamie Foxx and President Sharif, whatever the fuck you <laughs> I think he was just called Sharif and they were like, really? made a deal this with Sharif. This is like Sharif. we're actually shaking hands right now. Wow. You're in your pajamas. Your hand is so warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got out of the shower a little while ago. I'm just wearing my pajamas. There you go. Oh my gosh, White House down. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I started. I thought that was the American <laughs> National Anthem. You started to and sing the American started... National Anthem and the first lyrics to it oh, were Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah, you got it wrong. How does it go? All right. um, oh, say can, can you oh. see by the dark. Which brings us to my triplet in the <laughs> attic, actually. Yeah, right. It's time for triplet in the American attic. It's time for triplet in the attic. Help me, let me out. <laughs> Where we each got to pick a deformed, rejected little third piece of media, a song, movie, whatever, that we think acts as a thematic triplet to the episode's twin picks. So, Noah, do you want to say what you thought? Yeah, I got nice you, man. Triplet? I'm packing heat this week. <laughs> I've got a, I'm actually really happy with this one. Um, so I was thinking we are faced with two of the most average films we've ever watched Wow! Uh, for the show. The closest yeah, the show... Well, eight episodes in. It's not too... too yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it had to happen at some point. Anyway, yeah. we're uh, faced with complete mediocrity. So I thought, what uh, better way, what better thing to pair with this, um, with these twin picks than something that reflects American mediocrity? I want mm. you to go onto YouTube and... Check out compilations of horrible renditions of <gasps> yeah. the American national anthem. Um, I think it's good for us to remind ourselves that, that thing I mentioned earlier about like how weird it is that as Australians we get so invested <laughs> in like American patriotism and how like I remember as a kid being like America's so great. Like when you yeah. watch movies that are like America's so great, and you're like that's really weird. So um, <laughs> I, I don't actually have like a specific compilation vid for you. Just some ones you have to watch. It's a bit of a wormhole. I think once you watch one, yeah, everyone of- has their favorites. Just yeah. Um, there's also really good videos on why it's the worst national anthem because it's a song. It's so hard to uh, the sing. best, a perfect national anthem should be obviously it should be politically correct, <laughs> but also it should be like able to be sung by everyone. It goes. It is in such a weird vocal range for everyone that yeah. sings it. That means that it can't be like an anthem for everyone. Anyway, so uh-huh. um, uh, Fergie doing yes. it at that basketball game is really funny because she does some weird. She tries to do like a my, jazzy version yeah i don't know what she thinks it is but yeah so, so that's the best so i have three three brands so that's the best best slash worst um cocky arrogance you thinks it's really good but it's really bad one Aww. then we've got forgets the words which is that guy who's like <gasps> hold like, on I'm a trying. second i'm trying i'll <laughs> yeah, get back like, to we'll it. Get it we'll get it <laughs> yeah we'll bring that. it back <laughs> that's that one i don't know what his name is <laughs> is he a cop i think it's like a policeman Am I crazy? Yeah, maybe. No. I don't know. They shouldn't have Whatever. placed their trust in him. And the third one, which is the one where it's just like complete nerves and like a horror Aww. show, is the little girl. It's like, oh, sick. I don't think she's that nervous. She does it. Like, she's confident. What? What's it? Does her she name's, just have a YouTube channel? Why do I know her name? Her name's Harper Grusen. 
Harper, I feel no. like such a cyber bully knowing a child's name because she's saying the emotional I'm sorry. Weirdly. You, Harper, sweetie, I'm so sorry. It's a, Taylor's oldest time fucking up the national yeah. anthem. Like, you have to deal with the consequences of doing yeah. it badly. I so, think yeah. it's funny, like, since Whitney Houston, she started the really melismatic, like, by the dawn's holy now everyone's like, this kid does it so fast. She's yeah. like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, like, her doing it like that, I remember at the time, everyone was like, wow, this is amazing. You can sing the anthem in any way. And what it taught singers was, wow, I can sing it like her. And yeah. they sing it like super like convoluted, like pop diva yeah. and stuff. So I reckon, well, first off, like it's been a very interesting episode in terms of like, you don't watch these films together. You just pick one of them to watch. Yeah. You don't watch God, them together. Yeah. But don't watch you, them together. you listen to this, watch one of the, go into this wormhole, YouTube wormhole after you've watched one of them. Yeah. That's my triplet in the attic for this week. How about okay. you? Um. After watching movies with two really cool presidents um, (laughs) that were entertaining, Mm. I was trying to think of something with the current American president that was entertaining. And, like, I find, like, obviously he's, like, a total dickhead. And I think part of, like, why he's so dangerous and, like, hazardous for the whole country is because he is entertaining. Like, And it's so easy to make a mock of him. They're like, oh, he's so dumb, what an idiot. He's funny and he kind of knows it as well and, like, will use humour as, like, a weapon. What's that whole thing that people said about how, like, Fallon helped him win the election because he humanised him and and make him dorky and cute. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I feel like I try not to, like, pay attention to everything he does and laugh at it because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of letting him get away with it or I'm, like, making him seem less, like, dangerous in my mind. But I like really pissed myself at this video from Halloween where, so it's tradition for trick-or-treaters to visit the White House (laughs) and the president and the first lady will stand at the front and give them lollies or whatever. Candy. And a little kid, it's a video of a little kid dressed as a minion. So it's this big minion suit and Trump takes a chocolate bar and puts it on top of the minion kid's head and the kid in the suit must just be like, wait, what the fuck? Where's my little candy? Like, what are you doing? And then like Melania puts it on top of his head as well. Like just mindlessly. She's like, oh, okay, I'll do that too. I guess this is what we're doing. The kid like walks away get any lollies from the president like they were on top of his head and they and just fell up it? onto the ground no he's like it's like a big suit oh so that's so unfair he must have like had his hands out and they put it on top of his head and like just watching it is so funny being like these were, are adults i thought you were gonna recommend oh some really poignant like documentary like that michael moore <laughs> <laughs> documentary about trump I'm like you should really read this new yorker piece about trump's <laughs> history with jeffrey epstein it's both- very <laughs> but instead i'm like this minion like, meme <laughs> minion meme oh, i've got a dumb youtube video of National anthem fails. Yeah, yeah. Both of ours are like pretty fluffy. That's I guess. the experience. That's hey, what you need sometimes. Hey, thinking dude, about America. Hey, bro, we had to watch these movies this yeah, week. Good for give us. Give us a break. Truly. Please. I, honestly, quite an engaging episode, I thought. I thought that was really interesting. I as feel in, like, like I'm going crazy. As in like trying to compare these two films that I'm not passionate about. Yeah, was true. Really, we made it interesting. We Good did. Job. We did. Is this content for you? Let us know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if you liked this episode, why don't you subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes? Or leave us a review on whatever, whatever problem. <laughs> oh, my, like, Help. America has just brainwashed me. I feel like the Simpsons you just, episode. You, know, like, you just start morphing into I pledge oh allegiance to the flag. Like, and if you liked like us, why don't you I pledge allegiance to the flag? <laughs> I was going to say, it reminds me of the Simpsons episode with Eva Nenia. Like, I think, I think Olympus Has Fallen did that to my brain. <laughs> I think I'm a sleeper agent now for... The American, like, 
US Air Force or something. I'm going to try and trigger that. <laughs> you just Could say, you like, selling hot dog or something. <laughs> like, go get a gun like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. No, mind. All right. Yeah, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from or spread the word via word of mouth. That would be amazing. It anyway, helps we us get out more so listeners. much. Yeah, and we really read helpful. all of the wonderful reviews and stuff on yes. Apple Podcasts. It's so sweet and it helps us out so much because we've started charting Apple. in places. We're charting in New Zealand. <laughs> It's pretty funky. Gross. Charting. What? Uh, yeah, are we? Is that yeah, what charting? Yeah. Oh, you mean the word charting? Yeah, just the word. We're like, ch- I'm very excited we were charting in New Zealand. We're charting in New Zealand, yeah. At one Thanks, point, New Zealanders. we were the fourth highest film. Yeah, film and TV. Film and TV podcast in New Zealand, which is like such a joke. That's right. Watch out, cereal. We're coming. Yeah. This American life, this Australian life, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we do love America. <laughs> yeah. Please. Please accept us. Um, yeah. If you want to send us some feedback, um, we really welcome it on twinpixpodcast at gmail.com and if you want to hear more young people talking about movies please check out roughcutfilm.com a terrific new youth oriented criticism website that some of my friends and I put together at the start of the year and if you want to listen along in preparation for next week the two movies we're going to be comparing are game night and ready or not which is in cinemas right now Whew, the white wow. house is truly down white house is for Oh my God. I said White House has fallen. fallen. I did. It'd been fallen. It'd been dead. Well, Olympus has it down. The- <laughs> that's funny. Olympus <laughs> is down. Okay, great. Bye. I pledge allegiance to the Play twins. To the twins of, of the Republic of, of one twin. One podcast. I don't know it really. No, neither. Oh, well. Bye. That was a chaotic evil.